Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents The DFS Lineup Lock Hour Sponsored by DailyRoto.com Light up block live. Game time decisions. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Rexy alongside the Rage Red Camp Stewart. First two hours have flown by. Whale Copper and uh, Gamblu. We uh, talk a lot of college football, UFC, NFL football. Uh, Wisconsin attempting a field goal right now. And uh, I could have attempted that field goal. And I could have missed that field goal by as, about as much as this guy did. Like, holy <laughs> crap, these games suck, man. Like, just bad, bad football, bad balls, bad football, bad kicking, bad play calling, bad everything. Like, um, Nothing will pop that Hey, Ricky. What's going on, Ricky? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, coming to you live from family vacation, and I'm actually – at the Drew Dinkmeyer household tonight. So if any of my information's bad, you can blame the vibes around me. Wow, that's a lot of brain power in one room. Dinkmeyer and Sanders? <laughs> that's DFS wow. glory right there. Money. <laughs> so so then I'm guessing so you're in Florida then, right? Correct. So what uh, you 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 vacationing at the Dinkmeyer's? Is it like you know, you're saving <laughs> on a hotel or you in Florida and you're just visiting them for dinner type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here with family and uh, just decided to meet up with him. So he was nice enough to invite me over. We had a nice afternoon of him kicking my ass and putting and his putting green in the backyard. And now we're oh. hanging out talking NBA. He's got a putting green? Oh, nice. <laughs> he that is That's a amazing. <laughs> Living a good life what, in Florida there, kid. What, what are we doing, Marenzi? I would love I a putting green. Got to win something. Get some money. <laughs> I, I'm convinced I hate myself or something. I let myself I enjoy life enough. Or something. Yeah. I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right, Ricky. So, um, I've been off. I didn't. Um, so we had NBA on Christmas. I didn't do the Christmas DFS. How to turn out? So, Christmas DFS. Were there less? Were there less players on on Christmas Day during all those games? Have you noticed? Like, has there been a drop off for the amount of people on the website? What's it been like the last few days, Ricky? No, I think it's been the usual. Uh, Christmas is usually a big day for NBA DFS. I don't know if everyone's home and uh, they don't want to talk to their family, but they usually had and they did have uh, some decent contests on Christmas. So I haven't noticed a big drop off. I think people are home with their families and they're sneaking off into their bathrooms to set their lineups as per usual. <laughs> That's a good point, Ricky. Sometimes with the family, like you got to think like, Oh my God, too much of this. Like I got, I got to get some bets <laughs> in or I got to play some DFS. You're right. Marenzi. I think actually the numbers would grow around this time of the year because people need cash as well. Lots of reasons. Uh, 
so we've got uh, we got five games in the NBA tonight. Boston and Houston, total 214 and a half right now there. Uh, the Knicks in Milwaukee just played on Christmas Day. They're playing again, total 228. Uh, Philadelphia, Utah, total 219 and a half. Uh, Lakers and Sacramento, total is 230 points there. And we've got a, a total with 227, Portland and Golden State. And holy crap, that was a surprise to see how bad Golden State was on Christmas Day. But what's the deal with, uh, let's see, uh, with the Lakers? So LeBron James will miss his first game of the season uh, tonight for the Lakers here. So what's the DFS domino effect there, Ricky, with uh, LeBron being out? Well, LeBron is obviously the big news there, but also no Rajon Rondo. So not only are you down one ball handler, and I think calling LeBron a ball handler is probably a knock to him and not giving him enough credit, uh, but you're down two of them. And the good news is that this team is still loaded with them, and we expect to see you know an uptick in playing time for really all three of the guys that I consider to be uh, guys who possess the ball. I mean, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Lance Stevenson all are going to see substantial upticks in both minutes and production here. I mean, you look at Lonzo Ball, his, his assists have kind of been suppressed this year, but with both LeBron and Rondo off the court this year, we're talking about a 29% assist rate for Lonzo and a 30.5% assist rate for Brandon Ingram. So those, I think, are the building blocks here. Obviously, there's going to be usage available to Kuzma as well, and I think it's worth noting that for Kuzma, there's still plenty of ball handlers, like I said. I mean, this is a guy who likes spot-up shooting when he's he's found wide open, and he can create, and there's still enough creators left here that he can make an impact. So it just helps all the rest of the guys who are available. I think you want to start with the guys who are going to have the ball in their hand, but Kuzma is certainly a piece you, you're looking into as well. And Lance Stevens is 4200 bucks. Ricky. Seems like an absolute bargain uh... If he can get some minutes, that would be uh, that's a real cheap price for him. Yeah, great per minute producer. I mean, you look at with LeBron and Rondo off the court this year. We got a decent sample because he runs with that second unit. One point one five DraftKings fantasy points per minute. So if we start getting him above twenty minutes, which we are certainly projecting on Daily Roto, I mean, we have Lance Stevenson uh, in twenty five. So. If he gets anywhere near there with the kind of production that we're used to with him in this fast-paced environment against the Kings who have been speeding everyone up, he is a great, great value. He's one of my favorite few values of the whole slate. I'm looking at the optimizer right now, and you guys can check it out, uh, DR Holidays. You can get it for free. So I'm looking at the optimizer uh, right now, and uh, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry both rank pretty high here. What do you expect uh, from Golden State? Are they in a bounce-back uh, situation after the embarrassment the other night? Yeah, I mean, you look at those minutes from the other night. They were both in the mid-30s, but they being Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, and they sat for the final few minutes because of the blowout. I mean, uh, if you expected a blowout, it actually happened the other way in that game with the Lakers blowing them out, which was interesting. But still, it just shows the minutes upside of the superstars on this team. And I think Kevin Durant of the two is the better price point. Uh, we like the individual matchup better for him. I mean, you look at this Portland team, there's not a whole lot they can do to cover him and Durant's just a guy who's, you know, uh, over a 30% usage, over a 25% assist rate, and forward is reasonably difficult to fill out tonight. I mean, you've got uh, Lonzo and, and Ingram who are guards. You could move some of the Lakers guys to forward, but forward's definitely more difficult to fit uh, than some of the guards. So Durant, from a positional, you know, uh, perspective, makes it work, and just 
with the minutes upside on Kevin Durant, if you could get anywhere near 40 minutes in a competitive game, almost 120 implied points at home, he's our favorite superstar tonight. He's cheaper than the other guys. I mean, of course, James Harden without Chris Paul, someone you want to consider just a more difficult matchup. I mean, Kevin Durant, you, you have almost two K in savings. What about uh, Gabe? I was going to ask you and Ricky about De'Aaron Fox tonight. Obviously, the price point continues to go up. Four games ago, he was seven thousand dollars. Now eighty-two. But Sacramento scores, and they don't play any defense. And Ricky, his lowest game in the last four is forty, a fifty-eight point seven five against OKC, forty-four, forty-three. The guy's been on fire, but uh, it seems really expensive. His price point's going through the roof. Yeah, it's weird with the Lakers because if you look at the overall production of point guards against them as of late, it's been excellent. But Lonzo Ball is a very good on-ball defender. There was a stretch this year uh, where it was something like 10 of 11 point guards against him shot below 40%, which was just ridiculous. And the Lakers are third in defensive efficiency against point guards, but because of the pace of this game uh, and all the opportunities that we think he's going to have, he still has a ceiling that is worth noting. I mean, if you use some of our optimals that, that look more into ceiling, you can go, you know, 50th percentile, 75th percentile, 90th. That's where he's going to start showing up because he is expensive. But in a game with, you know, this sort of pace with almost 120 applied for the team, De'Aaron Fox is going to have to get his and has gotten his as of late. And I don't think it's any different against the Lakers. Even though you're going to see more minutes of Lonzo Ball than we're used to, there's going to be obviously less. To, there's going to be no Rajon Rondo, I should say, in the rotation, which is bad for opposing point guards. You want, you would like to play stints against him. But even with all these Lonzo minutes, it's the pace of this game. It's the game environment, and there's enough opportunity. Even if he doesn't score, I mean, Fox can get you double-digit rebounds, double-digit assists, deals, etc. Is to where I don't think you're you're really scared of playing him here. Um, the other night on Christmas Day, I'm kind of kicking myself. I was pissed off. I wanted to bet it. I didn't get it in. I was going to take Kyrie Irving's total points. Um, I think I was like, you know, Irving's going to go off today on Christmas. I knew he would. And we're seeing him get a little bit more aggressive offensively. I mean, they're going to need him to really, it seems. I think he's, you know, he's sort of getting to that point of the year now where he doesn't want, he doesn't care about hurt feelings, and he's just going to start shooting more. I mean, thirty-three shots the other night was a little bit of an outlier there, but 62, 62 fantasy points, forty-one before that. But you know, his last four games, he's gone over sixty twice already. Is this something of a pattern you're going to expect to see from Kyrie Irving? Him just shooting more and scoring more right now. I don't think it's necessarily a pattern. You've got a small sample size lately where he's taken over, but we know that this Boston team is really deep, and it's only a matter of time until other guys have their day in the sun, so to speak. You know, you've got Gordon Hayward could have the outlier shooting games, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, et cetera, et cetera. It just has happened to be Kyrie Irving as of late. Obviously, he's their best scorer, but I do like this game environment tonight. I mean, uh, 108, almost 109 implied points for Boston. A close game. We're talking about a three-point spread. And if you're just looking at player context, no Chris Paul tonight does or in theory should hurt the Houston Rockets defense against opposing point guards. And we've seen, you know, point guards in the last few have some productive outings against them. In the last three, they're still fifth in defensive efficiency against opposing point guards, but not having Chris Paul to sit there and lock down on a point guard only helps, you know, uh, someone like Kyrie Irving, especially someone who's so built on scoring. So if you were going to feel iffy about this matchup with Paul in, I think it could at least make you feel a little bit better that he's not in the rotation here 
And you see that lately he has he has been hot and you know streakiness whether you believe in it or not that is up to you. This is a good spot for him to you know put in another big point game in a game that should remain competitive throughout. Well, Ricky, the key sometimes you know you got we obviously need some high priced guys in, but we can't afford everybody. So out of the guys. Uh, tonight, all the expensive guys, Greek Freak, and beat all these. Who would you kind of say, you know what, I'm going to take a chance and leave out and build my uh, team around other guys? What what out of the real expensive guys are you going to say, I'm going to take a pass on tonight? So I think Durant is the guy you want, which means that you basically uh, can choose zero or one between Giannis Antetokounmpo and James Harden. And I think we're talking about a very difficult matchup for James Harden. To the point that even with a big spread for Giannis in a game that they should win handily, in a game that, honestly, Luke Cornett might start this game, uh, Enos Cantor tweeted a thumbs down earlier today, which to me means he got benched. I don't know if that's exactly what's going to happen, uh, but that's just what I'm guessing here. I mean, this Boston team second in overall defensive efficiency. This is the best team he's faced since Chris Paul went down, and his price is still hovering in the same spot. I like the upside of Giannis Antetokounmpo against a defense that's really lacking a rim protector. I mean, Enos Cantor, not much of a rim protector anyways. Luke Cornett, uh, not scared of his athleticism versus Giannis either. I think it should be a game that Giannis is consistently by the basket and just a really tough spot for Harden. So I think if I'm leaving one of them out, it's James Harden. Uh, Ricky Sanders with us, dailyroto.com. All right, uh, Ricky, before, before we get you out of here, um, week 17 of the, the National Football League. Have you, uh, what, what's your thoughts on, on this, uh, this card? We've been talking about this card from a gambling perspective most of the day uh, today and how these teams are going to be approaching the game. But from a DFS perspective, what's your early, early, uh, early week leans as far as the NFL is concerned? This week is so tough because we're not sure which way a ton of teams are going to go. Uh, I mean, the guy that I personally feel best about at this point is C.J. Anderson if we don't get any Todd Gurley because I'm, I feel pretty good about his role. And I actually feel decent about a guy like Saquon Barkley who's just completely out of it. But otherwise, you've got teams you know, hovering one way or another about which way where they're going to go. Dallas being one of those teams. Chicago, there's talk of them benching starters. Just all over the league, we're not sure. So I'm going to take the guys who are either backups, stepping you know, into starting roles or just guys who do, haven't had much to play for anyways other than pride. It's someone like Saquon who's playing for you know the rookie of the year. I'm just taking the guys with the stable roles. I think Jamal Williams can be put in that same breath. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, it's just a very uncomfortable week as it, as it typically is because there's, you know, usually a guy's out. You know this guy's going to step into the starting role. We don't know if guys are going to be out. We don't know if they're going to play a quarter. We don't know if they're going to play two quarters. And it just drives you nuts <laughs> in terms of doing projections because not only are you doing the guys only getting, you know, 20% of the target market share overall, then he's only going to be on the field for a quarter of the game. So where do you go from there? Yeah. I just like the stable running backs this week with the volume, and that's where I'm going to stick to. I'm not going to get cute. Yeah, and all you need to know there exactly is look at look at the the, the the Tampa situation. They're like, oh yeah, all the quarterbacks could play. We don't know. Like basically, you know, right. teams <laughs> team, team throw it out there where, well, we could get a look at this guy. We could get a look at that guy. I mean, one thing is Eli Manning. So uh, Odell didn't practice again. I, I wouldn't expect Odell's going to play here. And, right. You know, I don't think Eli's going to get run out of town though here. So it'll be interesting to see if like Loletta gets any 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 love. But man, it really is a tricky week, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, even the quarterback position, we've got, you know, Teddy Bridgewater projected well. Uh, there's just so much unsurety everywhere that I just feel best about the guys who haven't had something to play for for a while. Like, I consider Aaron Rodgers to kind of be the Saquon Barkley, a quarterback, the guy who, you know, he toughs it out last week, had his best week. You know yeah. that they're not playing for the playoffs. So, I mean, I, I just don't think he's a guy that's going to get sat midweek unless there's an injury and, and Aaron Rodgers has shown all year long. He's played through that groin earlier that we can just feel good about him. And that's, that's good enough for me. To How about the Steeler players, Ricky? So I'm thinking, listen, Pittsburgh, they need to win. I mean, right. they need, they need Baltimore to lose the game here, but Pittsburgh's aren't going to let up. They're going to, they're going to explode. They're going to try to put points up early they might be sort of a safer sort of conventional pick, right? The, the Steeler players. Yeah, exactly. Any motivated team and the Steelers certainly apply. And, you know, certain players are going to be extra motivated than others. If you care about such things. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster after last week, uh, we have a projector as one of the highest, you know, owned players this week against a bad defense. You would think he would come in motivated, but he's also just a good price for a guy we know is going to play at 8,300. So yeah, the Steelers have to be up there. Ricky Sanders. Happy holidays, Ricky. Yes. Thanks, Ricky. Enjoy the party green with Dick Meyer. Thanks for the time, buddy. Of course. Ricky Sanders uh, with us. All right, uh, line up, lock, live, continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Line up, block live, game time decisions. Dude on Wisconsin just shanked <laughs> another field goal. Like, who, the pizza man? Pathetic. Like, the yeah, guy yeah, like, like, who is this? Like, <laughs> he, hey, you want a pizza? Luigi. Hey. He looks hey, like hey, Lu- Nintendo. Luigi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Luigi, it's Mario. Hey. He's the best. He's a little portly guy. He's got a little pond sticking out there. You're set it, Brad. See, left, right, left, right. Like, it doesn't matter where they're lined close, up. though. I know. Like, I used to really, like, you're like, a Big Ten kicker, kid. Like, this, it's, it's like, these games are so bad, dude. Like, Wisconsin, their quarterback can't, like, throw the ball third and two yards. They run the ball. Like, they, they've ran the ball 27 times and thrown it six times. Miami, like, basically knows what Give play is coming, and they still can't stop it. Miami can't do anything. Like, this is – it's not even, like, fun television cam. It's, like, it's, no, it's brutality. Awful. Like, it's, it is, it's, it's awful. torture. Like, this bowl season – it's been the worst bowl season ever. Like, this is as bad as it's ever been. I can't remember anything worse either. The, ki- the kicking in these games, too. Even the TCU game last night, they had that King song, the, the Korean kicker. 
the coach tells Gary Patterson's been around the block too. Gabe he tells him basically, I think you're going to kick. He runs on. They bring on the other guy. He misses the kick. Thank God they they got the interception in overtime, and then basically it was a chip shot. Then he puts in the the Korean kicker song to win it for them. You said it, man. This is an absolute joke watching these games. I don't even know what's like going on. You said it. Rozier's going to have the ball here. He's going to step back. He's going to throw an interception. Wisconsin's going to get stopped and miss another kick. I don't want to sound like Al Bundy, Marenzi. I've kicked longer field goals in high school, and that's fact. Like I actually have. Uh, Mike Cardano. Mike Cardano raised a very good point. He goes, how does Ricky sound better from Drew's house than Drew does when he calls it? <laughs> it's a great point. I know. It's the same thing. I attacked the technology. Like, I don't know what's going on, but a great, great, great observation. Yeah, usually he's all, <laughs> he sounded very clear, Gabe. Very clear. Yeah, Ricky's got, uh, Ricky said, oh, yeah, we're hitting, uh, hitting some putts on a putting green in the back. You know, Dick yeah. Meyer's living a little large out there. You told, yeah, yeah, he's getting, uh, his wife's like a professional baker. He's a millionaire. They got a putting green. Can't say I'm not uh, envious, Maranci. I've always dreamed about a putting green. And if I can't get one of those, maybe a golf simulator. Uh, you you one, can put a putting green day? in your backyard. You, you got enough not space. Big enough. Nah, not big enough. Not big enough. No. The thing to the fence, the neighbor, no, there's no putting green. I'd be hitting 10-foot putts. Like, no, there's no breaks. There's no – you have to have real property to have a proper put, putting green. You need, a, you need a bigger place. It's not going to work in my backyard. You, you've seen it, Gabe. It's pretty ghetto. It's not very big. It's big enough to have Craig a smoke out there. Craig Martin sent us a, uh, a gift here of Lee, Lee, Lee Carvalho. Lee Carvalho's uh, putting uh, putting video. That's what I get you. <laughs> That's amazing. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, know, man. You said it, though. Like, I, I've been watching these bowl games, too. Like, we've seen, like, a. I, I don't even know where to begin anymore. Like, it's just, you said it, like, sometimes it's like comedy. And I remember Cardano last night, he's like, oh, who am I going to take in the TCU game? So I, like, kind of, I went on Twitter. It's like, I'm betting TCU live there. And from the time that me and him, like, had one line game, I think there was four interceptions in that game. Like, went pick, 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 like, some of the worst play I've ever seen. Yeah, it's just, I don't even know where to go. It's It's horrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's disgusting. Like it's just, it's like, I, I, yeah, like, like these are programs. Know, like, this, to... this is Wisconsin and Miami too. It's like not even like, like it's just weird. It doesn't make sense. Well, Wisconsin are trying. Wisconsin are playing hard. Yeah, I'm not oh, they're say a way better team. Trying either, yeah. but uh, you know the, the 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 teams they're off for too long after the season ends, so they lose their rhythm. Players get suspended. I don't know. Like they're they're going to need to really really think about how they're going to have to move forward with the Bulls. I'm not saying cancel them all, but you know they're going to have to get people interested a little bit. It's to the point where the players aren't even interested, right? No, it's true. It's true. It's just uh, no. And the offenses just look. It, it, it's it's hard to watch. Like there's not there's not many. I got to be honest though. The the Duke the Duke Temple game was, was like a hundred a hundred times better than 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 this that I'm watching now, but. Yeah, the Duke players made plays. They also have a quarterback who's ranked number three by Central Scouting, right? They were talking about it at the game. Uh, Jones, they had uh, scouts from the Washington Redskins at the game and stuff. He's 6'5". Like, the guy's a, he, he's a monster. He gets hurt hurt a lot, but he shook it off today and came back. So, kudos to him. You know, with this this Miami game, I should have known. Like, I should have just stuck with, stuck with Wisconsin the whole damn time. You know, I bought into the fact of just Wisconsin not being able to uh, to move the football, right? That that was my. I'm like, man, Wisconsin's offense is terrible, but Miami are just they're a bad team, dude. They're an overhyped program. 
you know, them their stupid little turnover chain. They had a couple of good wins last year, and then reality kicked in, and they've lost every damn game since pretty much, you know. They're not a very good program, Miami. No, they're uh, you it's said all, it, that's it's all talk. definitely overrated. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's hype. It's a hype machine. They're not good. You're right. They're, 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 they might have just fumbled, but I think the kid's down, to be honest. Yeah, he's down. Except I hope so. Know what the, yeah, I was going to ask you what's going on. Yeah, 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 I see what's going on now. So, yeah. Look, let's anyway. see. No, I, I don't know. No. See, this is this is so stupid. So basically, so Wisconsin are about to uh, Wisconsin are about to snap the ball, yeah, and are like the ball's blow it. Oh no! Yeah, plays for under further review. It's like, why don't you guys just review it? Like, why do you wait until they're about to snap the ball? Like, exactly. you know it's a turnover. You know you have to review it. Like they have to all surprised. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, we got to review it. It's like even the refs are stupid here. Like it's just. It's like, guys, figure it out, man. Like, it's like no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, the problem is when he – you know what? Yeah, we're done. I think that it is a fumble. I think the ball was coming out before he was down. Look, it's – Yeah, he had it, sque- he had it squeezed when his knee came down, but the problem was it wasn't really secure. It's a tough call, man. Like, it's tough. Like, if you look at it, Gabe, when his knee hits the ground, the thing is still latched to him, but it's not in a good spot. There's not enough over- to overturn it. That's the problem. They, anyway, they, they Miami sucks. The it's a fumble. Yeah, yeah they're terrible. That's where, that's where I would have gone. Yeah, they, they're, they're, this is an embarrassment, actually. I I, sh- I just think, like, the only reason I bet, bet on these guys, I thought it was a revenge spot. You lost this team by 10 last year. Game's not over yet because Wisconsin's kicker, uh, Luigi and Mario, yeah, he can't he can't hit anything. But you said it, though. How are you going to come back when you can't even do anything on offense? Like, Rozier's more like a linebacker than a quarterback. Their team's just, they're, they're, they're god-awful, man. They suck. And playing bowl games in cold weather cities is just stupid too. Like it just is. No, I'm with you. I, I think you had a really good the idea. The players on like, Miami are all cold. Like, how is this yeah. enjoyable for anybody? You know what I mean? Oh, great reward, Wisconsin. You're going to New York City. Like, you know, listen, New York's cool and stuff, but you're playing outside, bad conditions. Um, it's and what in what world too do they think it was a good idea to have like a repeat of last year's Orange Bowl? Like, they just played yeah. each other. I know. There should be a penalty on Miami. The kid just pushed him out of bounds. And you said the same thing earlier. It's like, why is Florida always playing Michigan? Out of all the mathematical combinations you have with these teams, there's so many bowl teams, they just happen to meet each other again. Oh, it was ridiculous. You could, you, yeah. No, you could go with any other combination. Like, you could have Washington State playing. That. Like, like, but why is Florida Why is Florida playing why is Florida playing Michigan? Now, this bowl committee, you said the guy's making a million dollars to make uh, selections. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll do it for a hell of a lot less and, and get it better. Some of these matchups are they, they stink. Well, they could have made it. Yeah, they should have. They should have shaken it up. Like I said, well, Washington State to me got screwed over. They're ten and two, yeah, and they got left out of these New Year's bowl games. Um, Michigan and LSU have never played each other before, which is pretty crazy. So you know, at least that would have been fresher, and you could have had UCF versus Florida. And the Florida Gators are like the teams from Florida try to avoid UCF. Yeah, so it would good be call. Cool, sort of force them in a bowl game to do it, right? It would be it'd be cooler. It's like a battle of Florida here. UCF versus the Gators, LSU versus Michigan would have been cooler. Um, you, UCF, you know, this the, UCF would be so fired up too, Gabe. You're right. Always like exactly. We're, we're we're the wickedest team in Florida. You're afraid of us? Yeah, no, that'd be wicked. And then Florida would have to have to bring their A game because if UCF beat them, they'd get. Uh, 
you know, they'd be screwed in the press. No, you bring up good points. It's like they try to avoid these situations, even though it'd be great for the. So it's fans. like Ohio State. Ohio State like avoids Cincinnati, right? They won't play them. They, they refuse to book them. So remember, like you know, when they played in the tournament, it forced them to, right? Yeah, I was like, wow, you can't avoid us now. We're we're in the tournament together, right? So same thing. I, I thought it would have been cool to just sort of screw the Gators and force them to play them, right? And um, you know. Like I said, to get Michigan, Michigan and Florida is the fourth time they're playing in like a two-year span. Like they played in a bowl game. They played in this bowl game like two years ago. Two years ago, I remember so, Michigan kicked their ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They kicked the crap out of them. They played in a. Um, they played in the, uh, in the in in the, in the first game of the year last year, at Jerry's World, in one of those kickoff classic deals. And same thing, Michigan murdered them. Uh, so now it's the third time, and basically it's like the third time, I think, in f- 15 months it was. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, who the hell wants to see, like, I mean, if you're a Michigan fan or you're a Florida fan, like, really? I guess if you're Florida, you're sick of it and you want to beat you want to beat them. That's one thing Michigan's got to be careful about in this game is, you know, the Florida Gators, you know, they don't enjoy getting their ass handed them by Michigan every every six months on national television. True. You know, Mullen's going to have them ready to play. Actually. That's Michigan, the thing. Also, Michigan coach, shouldn't be six point favorites in that game. Best, co- best coach, best coach they've ever had too. Florida's run in there with McElwain and all these other guys. Right now, you got exactly. a really good coach from Mississippi State. You got Mullen coming over there saying, "Hey, I'm sick and tired of this. If we want to be, you want to be Florida, you got to beat Michigan." And I'll tell you, Harbaugh and them. Uh, I, I don't know that. Don't they have a? I think they have a, the main running backs out in that game. They have a couple injuries in that game too. You're right. This could be a good spot for Florida. If you're going to take them one time, it would be this time. No, Michigan. Uh, Michigan's best players aren't playing for the exactly. Most part. That's what I'm saying. You like know? they're missing tons of guys. Bush is out. Gary is out. Um, yeah, a bunch of them are leaving the NFL. They're not playing. You know, Shea Patterson's there. You got Dante Peoples is playing. You know, you got a few guys, but that are coming back next year. But I wouldn't be laying six. In fact, I think Florida's the play. Like. You look at a motivating factor, they're going to be they're going to be fired up for this game the Gators. It's in Florida. They hate Michigan. Michigan beat keeps beating them all the time. You know, like you said Mullen is a hell of a coach. First uh, first bowl game for Mullen uh with with this program. They'll be ready to play the Gators. You know, Wisconsin back to pass. Like they can't even complete like a screen pass. pass. <laughs> like this is like this is I know, it's awful. football. Like, I know. It's crazy. It's like third, third and third and seventeen. So they just try to do like a little dump off screen. Kid drops it. Like the quarterback zings it at him. I'll like, tell you one thing. With this play, it's horrible for your total. Like right now, you don't even know where the points are going to come from. They're oh so no, we're not. It's just going to be no, um, no, 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 dude. I'm all mismatched this game. I'm all discombobulated now. You know. Yeah, I didn't touch the total, but I'm on the wrong side anyway. So we're both screwed. Like unless Miami can get a comeback, I don't really have faith in these guys because they stink. Mark Rick's another guy. Like you talk about this coach at this program. Like, when are you ever ready in bowl games? Like these guys are. It's the same. It's the same shit. How come David Cut, uh, Cutcliffe and Duke, you know, motivated in bowl games? Then you got a guy like Doc Holiday and Marshall, always motivated in bowl games. Like it's weird. You took a look at look at these other schools, the small schools, or whatever. Year after year after year, it doesn't matter what stupid bowl they go to. They're ready to play. Then you got these guys in these high fashion big programs that they don't do jack. They're never ready to play. It's ridiculous. I know. It's absolutely ridiculous. I know. It's just so stupid. 
Anyway, yeah, you, you you brought up the best point. This has been the worst. Like the last the kid, 48 the hours of watching co- college football has been the worst games I've ever seen. Yeah, the kid on Miami just called a fair catch and then ran with the ball after. Yes, he did. Like, it was it's, like a 10-yard yeah. punt, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bought you this right. Kid out it's Wisconsin, like great putt kid. Yeah, great putt kid. You kicked it about seventeen yards. Like you know. Did you did you see that punter on Georgia Tech? He punted for like zero yards. Yet. Like the Minnesota game, I'm like, the guy looks like an offensive lineman. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just it's just like basic stuff is difficult, man. It's difficult game. Like, can you imagine being at this game? I would leave. Like I'd basically yeah. just say, screw this. I'm not sitting here all night watching wow. these guys. Like we we left it's a, just a better terrible. game than this one. It's terrible. When they football. ran out of booze. It's bad TV. It is. It is. It is. The cheese at bowl oh, was actually four. watchable because it was like a car accident on the road. Like you couldn't turn away because it was like pick, 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 pick. Like it was so bad that it was it was funny. This game's not just so bad it's funny. It's so bad it's making me angry. Type of game. That's that's yeah. It's just bad. It's not exactly. funny. It's just the other game last night was. Just it was hilarious. TCU's on a four-string quarterback. There's a pick. Like it was just a. It was. It was. Like Pisses me off because I was doing well, and yep. you know I jump on this game and I start chasing things. Oh, I'll jump on the in-game over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it yeah. my account pretty much because of this stupid game that I didn't even really like. You know. Yeah, we talk about this stuff. Don't worry. Just uh, pick your spots. Pick your spots. There's gonna be a game. Either no, no, no need to force it tonight, or if you like Vanderbilt. You could go on that, but there's uh, there's I think three I think there's three a three pack tomorrow, starting with Purdue and Auburn and ending with uh, uh, was it Iowa State and Washington State's uh, the late game. So there there is uh, I think there's three games like today. Yeah, not Purdue. Who do you like in that game? The Purdue. Uh, I'm probably going to take Auburn. I mean, I'm probably I'm, I don't know what to do. That's another thing. Like I could look at it and say Auburn Auburn's has better athletes. Auburn to me, I think they can turn they they can turn it on. Yet I look at Purdue and go, wow, you beat Ohio State, but am I going to get that Purdue team? You also lost to horrible teams in your conference. I want to take Purdue. I really want to take Purdue. Yeah, I think per- Purdue will be more fired up for the game, I think. I hope so. If they are, then they'll, they'll win. Like I, I think I, Purdue's I, the play. But it's, What are we? We're, like, we're not mind readers. Like, we, can't, we can't go into motivation. Like I, try, I tried to look at this game reasonably saying revenge spot. Miami, embarrassed by the, you know, this team. You lose by 10 before, come back. And, uh, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? You can, you can throw logic out the window with bowl games. You know what I mean? You just got to find out who's going to make plays, who's going to suck. And, you know, it's tough. They just showed the Wisconsin, the Wisconsin fan section. <laughs> it's like, what, they're all drunk? No, no, no. They're just all sitting there. They, they have a look on their face like, oh, God, what the hell are we, we doing We made this here? trip? It's going to be a long trip back home. Yeah. I guess you can go out in Manhattan after. But, yeah, you're in the Bronx. You're going to be all cold and go back to the room after. Like, just it's just a train wreck. Like, why isn't this game played earlier in the day? Why do you start a game at five o'clock at Yankee Stadium? Why don't you just do it earlier? Like, everything is stupid. Like, they really they just everything. The schedule is weird. The games suck. The matchups suck. Like, they really messed this bowl season up, man. They sure you know, did. We got and and, and even you know what the like, problem we is? have these games. You have the playoff games on Saturday buried in with the other ones. So I know I you know. have a bunch of other bowl games, then you have a playoff game, and then they go back to another crappy game. It's it's just they're all over the place. Like, yeah, the, they've always done that too. Like they leave like the worst game for like after the New Year and stuff. You know what they need, Morenci? Me and you back on the bowl committee for the international bowl. We'll straighten things out. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the international bowl. <laughs> Why not? It's better than this crap. All right, uh, 
Lineup Lock Live. We'll get to Cam's hockey picks. Actually, he's got a hockey lineup, too, and stuff. Yep, i got an sure lineup we'll, we'll throw out for you. All that and more. Game Time Decisions, Lineup Lock Live, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Continue. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. And uh, we clearly made the wrong game time decision with the Miami Hurricanes. Stupid bowl game. Like like you said, it's just enraging watching this game, Cam. I want to smash my computer watching this crap. Yeah, uh, I know you're you're more the rager or whatever, but I feel like yeah, like I, I got I have rage right now. It's just I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say. Like the, the, the last three bowl games, other like other than moments of the Duke game. This Cheez-It Bowl combined with this game, it's just been some of the worst football in the history of football. Like, it's got to get better from here. It can't get any worse. And I'm not betting these games. That, you know what I mean? We talked about this before the break. You can't throw good, hard-earned money on this stupid stuff. You don't know what's going to happen, right? Like, yeah, I was on Duke. They were a dog. And then I think Miami's a favorite. Like, it's just bonehead move. Should have been on Wisconsin. Same um, as you. you even talked about it. Guys. <laughs> yep. Our boy J-Rod. Yeah. Our boy J-Rod just, uh, just uh, called, but he just tweeted he had to hang up. He Hang said up. he wants to know about a Washington Capital Pittsburgh Penguins parlay. Capitals yeah. Penguins parlay. Capitals, 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 and Cap. Yeah, the Capitals against the Hurricanes. I lean that way, but at home, we don't know what's going to happen. Did Ovechkin get into the vodka over the break? I don't know. Like, were they partying? Who knows what's going to happen? This is. The, I'm going to tell you, Gabe. Tread lightly in all leagues tonight, like in hockey. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen after the break. Like, you know, weird things are going to happen. And if I would suggest anything, dogs would probably be the way I'd play it. But, you know, I think Pittsburgh should beat Detroit, but I don't want to lay 270. So, yeah, if you want to parlay it, I really don't have uh, a lot of faith in things. So I, I just want, it's one of those ga- one of those things I just don't want to, you know, bet too many games tonight or go hard on them. Like, I like a couple dogs, but I'm going very treading lightly tonight. Nothing stands out. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, as you stated, it's a strange it's a strange week right now. Look, the NBA is a little different because they've been plowing through. They played on Christmas. There really hasn't been a drop off uh, in the NBA, yeah. but kind of weird games. You got injuries, and how does Golden State going to respond after the other night? They they that was an embarrassing loss for them. Now they're laying nine points to Portland tonight. I don't really trust Portland enough. I don't really you know it's a weird game right there. No LeBron for the Lakers. Sacramento four and a half point favorites, but. Sacramento are fading right now, Cam. Like they—they're not as good as they were. Reality's catching up yeah. to the Kings right now. 
Great point. Uh, I mean, when me and you had them, they were putting money in our uh, wallets, but sometimes you can't stay on teams, and we're not getting enough to take them as a dog anymore. When they're losing now, they're getting smoked, buddy, and uh, no, I'm not into it. I, uh, that's the thing, man. Like, we need we need dough. I, I'm staying away from Sacramento. Until they become a very, very big dog in a better situation, pass or take the other team. Yeah, it can't be laying four and a half points there. All right, so nope. let me just quickly get this. That we loaded up on the Lakers, basically. Um, for our DFS lineup, just because LeBron's out and it leads to, to a high volume uh, for the other players. So we got we got Lonzo Ball, and also the total is incredibly high in that game. So we got Lonzo Ball, 5500 bucks, pretty cheap. Lance Stevenson, you brought him up. Ricky brought him up. He's going to be on the court a lot, very cheap, $4,200. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, $7,400. Kevin Durant, $93. Colley Stein, 66 Brandon Ingram, 5800 I squeezed Jay Crowder in here, uh, Utah. Eh, you know, I don't expect much from him, but I think he can give me my value. And then Donovan Mitchell uh, as well. Like, uh, Mitchell, I swear, I think is going to step up tonight, $6,700. So we've got Lonzo Ball, Lance Stevenson, Kyle Kuzma, Kevin Durant, Willie Cauley-Stein, Brandon Ingram, Jay Crowder, and Donovan Mitchell. There's our NBA uh, lineup. I like it, Marenzi. I was so, going to suggest uh, one thing. That. I was going to suggest one thing. If you want to spend, 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 uh, what Ricky said, take a look. Luke Cornett of the Knicks, it's funny. Guess where he played his college ball? Vanderbilt, who's playing uh, the bowl game tonight against Baylor. He's 3200 bucks and getting a start for the Knicks. His last game, he had 16 DK points. He's 3200 bucks. So I was saying, if you want to put another lineup together, he might be a nice flyer because he's sure going to get value at that price. The guy's starting. All right. So uh, what bucks. are you going to be doing uh, with, with the hockey? At the hockey game, uh, it's interesting. I think Philadelphia and Tampa Bay, we want to get some exposure to that game. So I'm going to start things off with Sean Couturier at center for 5400 bucks. Since he's come back, he's got points in three straight games, and he's been playing really hard for the Flyers. Uh, I like the situation. He's got 27 points in 33 games. I think he's only going to get better. I wouldn't be surprised if the Flyers and uh, Lightning played to like a you know a five to four type of hockey game tonight. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Wild. They're playing Chicago, and Miko Koivu is a guy. He's, you know what, Gabe? He's one of those guys. He's not playing well, but I'm going to take him tonight. He had five shots on goal against Pittsburgh, a little bit snake bitten. Sometimes you ride the guy's streak, and sometimes you think a guy's due. And at $4,200, I think he's going to be a steal tonight. Delia, the backup goalie for Chicago, played great in his opener in Colorado. He stood on his head. Now he's at home. People are thinking, oh, he's going to be great. Well, this is the night, I think, where maybe the wheels do fall off for him. You know, just because you played well on the road doesn't necessarily mean you're going to play well at on at home in front of all the fans. You might get a little bit nervous. So I see, I see some goals in that game as well. Patrick Kane, $6,700. You have to take this guy. Ten and a half DK points in a hockey game. That's nuts. He had three points against the Dallas Stars. Every game he gets points. Points, points, points. That's all he does. Usually he's averaging close to five points. And he's one of the cheaper guys at $6,700 and is at home. So I like Patrick Kane for Chicago. I think Minnesota and Chicago can get some points. Kucherov of Tampa Bay is a must play. The guy's a machine. Keep, keep. He had 12 and a half DK points in his last game. One goal and four assists against the Oilers. He has nine points in his last three games. I repeat, nine Nine real points in his last three games. 12 and a half DK points, seven and a half, six. He's $7,700, guys, and against Philadelphia. Sign me up with Kucherov, a guy that's finally playing well. Nugent Hopkins for the Oilers, really playing up to potential. He's got three points in his last three games. Moretz, he's on fire. Uh, I'm going to take him at 6500 bucks. Edmonton playing Vancouver. You're in Vancouver. They're on the road tonight. Justin Falk on defense from, uh, from Carolina. Always a good offensive player.
player. Three points in his last four games is really solid. Five DK points for a defenseman. That's amazing. At 4200 bucks, I love the pick of Justin Falk. I think he's cheap. We're going to go with Travis Sanheim, young defenseman for Philadelphia that is starting to play a lot better and getting more confidence. He's in the bargain bin at $3,100. That affords me to pay a little bit up for a goaltender. Went with Yaroslav Halak. Gabe, you know this from his days in Montreal. Streaky. Last three games, shutout, one goal, two goals against, and they're playing the Devils tonight. Want a goaltender to get the W. He's going for four in a row. Go with Halak and Yanni Gord, an excellent player for Tampa Bay at a very cheap price, 4100 bucks. I think the Lightning and Flyers are going to put some pucks in the net. Morency, so those are the team tonight. Couturier, Miko Koivu, Kane, Nikita Kucherov, Cat Scratch Fever, the Nuge, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Justin Falk, Travis Sanheim, Euro Halak and Yanni Gord. That is my hockey lineup, my friend. One hundred your change. Happy holidays. One hundred your change. As far yeah, as you so get hundred thirteen games. <laughs> yeah, a lot of betting opportunities tonight. So, Washington Capitals minus one sixty five against the Hurricanes, as you mentioned. Coming off the holiday, you really don't know what to expect. Um, sixty five cent favorites. Total of six there. New York Rangers hosting the Jackets. Uh, Columbus I, minus one thirty-five road favorites. I think I might take the Rangers um, tonight, buddy. What do you think? The Rangers could be a live home dog there. Yeah, I, I think, think the, I, Columbus is a team. They could show up, sure, but they can also collapse like they did against Calgary and give up seven goals. Also, Corpusello, the backup goalie for Columbus, is nowhere near the goaltender of Bobrovsky. Sign me up. Give me the Rangers at fifteen or twenty cents, Marenzi. Put it on the card. I think they're a live home. Uh, dog Penguins too. are minus two seventy favorites against Detroit. Yeah, you could parlay it, but. Yeah, a lot of juice there. Bruins are minus 235 against the Devils. A lot of big favorites. The Lightning, minus 240, yeah. hosting the, the the Flyers. St. Louis Blues, minus 140 against the visiting uh, Buffalo Sabres. Uh, total of six there. Feels a little high there, that total of six. Yeah, it does. Hutton's, Hutton's pretty good, too. He's been playing well. Eichel could go off. Seven goals, a lot of goals to beat. It sure is. For the, yeah, for the Blues and, and Sabres, and maybe the Sabres will try to play a defensive game. I, I kinda, I'm kind of reading your mail. I could see a three-to-one type hockey game for somebody. I don't know who, but, yeah, that total does seem high. Uh, St. Louis, uh, St. Louis Blues, Blues, minus 140. We mentioned a total six. Uh, Winnipeg Flames. Jets are 50-cent uh, favorites against the visiting Calgary Flames. Put the Flames got, on my ticket. Uh, Flames are on my ticket. Uh, I, I, I like Joe and Winnipeg. You know, everybody's Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Well, you know what? The Calgary Flames are a damn good hockey team. Uh, kind of a statement game for them because everyone talks about how good the Jets are. Uh, I like the situation. I think they have good goaltending with Riddich. He's uh, just as good as Mike Smith, if not better now. Give me 30 cents. Give me, the, give me the Flames, Gabe. I'll take them on my ticket. The Dallas Stars are plus 155. Stars always, like we talk about, I don't trust the Stars as a uh, – as a favorite in parlays or anything like that, but could be worth a look at 55 cents here against Nashville. Excellent point you bring up. This is when you take Dallas. It's funny. I remember I said I got I, I get off my lawn type of stuff that you and Corey in the morning show. Well, yeah, they pissed me off in that night against Chicago where they didn't win, but then you take them as a dog and they won in Minnesota. That's the thing about Dallas. They're much better as a dog than a favorite. Yeah. And at plus 155, I'm going to do – these are all small plays, but I'm going to take a whole, whole kennel of dogs. And hope, Hey, you go 500 with these dogs, we're going to make a fortune tonight. What are, you, what are you drinking there, buddy? Mountain Dew? Ginger Ale? Yeah, think- Gatorade? I've got a, I've got a Gatorade, but uh-huh. I think yeah the the underdogs yeah you get the Rangers are plus one fifteen, um, Calgary Flames are plus one thirty, the Stars are plus one fifty five, 
you know, you only need to hit a couple of them, right? If you take a bunch of dogs to, to be in the profit. Minnesota minus one forty five in Chicago. Chicago's plus one twenty five. I wouldn't really want to touch that, but Another dog, you know, the Vancouver Canucks at plus 135. They could win that game. Like, that game's yes, a toss-up at Edmonton. I agree. I agree. I, I was going to actually, I was thinking about Edmonton, and then something told me, be very careful with that game. I haven't uh, pulled the trigger yet, but uh, Vancouver could be a live pooch as well. It's nuts. Look at the next game, Vegas and Colorado. Like, Vegas 150. They had problems with the Islanders. Sure, they came back and won. You know, Colorado could win that game. So they're, they're, I'm basically taking five or six dogs tonight, Morency. We win three or more. We do very well. We had two, you break even. Yeah, even a late, even a late game. So last games of the night. Love man, Arizona. Dogs are alive. The I love ducks, Arizona. Ducks and Sharks. The Ducks, it's always a tough series. That, that's a toss-up. And L.A. Kings aren't great this year, you know. And you're getting 30 cents on the Coyotes. They could win that game. So I think I think you're on to something with the underdogs tonight in the NHL. Yeah, I'm, I'm betting six underdogs in hockey, Marenzi. You've named uh, you named a lot of them. I really feel good about them too. Like I think any one of these dogs can win. Hell, I want to put more on, but you, the the problem is there's just so many games, and uh, we have more things to bet this weekend with the NFL and all the other things that we're going to bet. A couple NBA games you want to look at, but yeah, I I have basically one, two, three, four, five, six dogs in my kennel right now, and I'm thinking about uh, yeah, let's go, man. Attack dogs, attack rabies. <laughs> yeah, just I want to as a dog catcher, I just want to let him out and go wild. You bring up a good point, man. Like, like I'm looking at sure San Jose, you could beat Anaheim, but I'm not. This is a rivalry game. You're getting plus one fifty five. Arizona can beat the they can beat the LA Kings. What the Kings are playing a little bit better. You're getting me plus one thirty. Like all these games, Gabe. You said Vancouver is not on my list. I think if you bet every single dog in the National Hockey League tonight, you'll make a killing. I almost I almost have to go less units and bet every single underdog. They're too big. And one say one of these two twenties wins. Like look at Detroit plus two twenty. The Devils plus one ninety five. The Bruins are yeah, they're okay, but you know, Philadelphia plus two hundred. Like all huge, huge, huge underdogs, man. Like, you know. I might have to put together uh I might have to go to the store and play. What do they call? It? I don't even know what they call it out here. Sports Pro, I think, yeah, Sports Select Pro Line, yeah. And you do you do a bunch of round robins, right? You you, you take a game or something, th- whatever the hell they call it. Three bangers. You do. Three I always bangers. hate figuring out how to. Uh, I always hate figuring out how to fill out these new tickets whenever I'm in new cities, though, like that. But uh, I should be able to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll yeah, it'll be like a lottery ticket. VH like visitors home, same stuff. Like I think I think BC has the exact same. Ones is us, but uh, yeah, you'll figure it out. But you bet, you bet long enough. You've stared at weird numbers and lines before. Won't be that. Oh bad. yeah, I know. I just I don't like doing me off. I'm a little hungover. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, Stay yeah, in yeah. the store and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the time is weird here. Like I said, it's you know I get I get used to it. I mean, I used to live on the West Coast, so I get. Yeah, it's used almost to four it, o'clock but... there, and here it's going to turn on to seven. Exactly. So that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I always forget. I'm like, oh shit! Like uh, these games are starting, right? Like uh, it, they they catch up on me. So and even you know even the weekend's catching up on us. You know this week's gone by fast. Before we know, we'll be back next week. And uh, so tomorrow, Friday, it's the last week of the NFL. And tomorrow we'll jump in. We'll really hit the playoff football games and stuff, right? And the weekend bowl games because it's pretty much it. I mean, pretty crazy. Yeah. Hey, the bowl season. Like I said, we can rip the bowl season, but, man, it was very uneventful. Like, the bowl season started. It's already the playoffs Saturday, and then basically it, it's over. You know, like, uh, 
I think there's very, a game Saturday night after. It's very poorly planned this year. Those big games should be on their own, game. I don't know what they could have done, move some forward or whatever, but the fact that they're in a slate of all the regular games and stuff is just stupid. Like, if you want to have the college football playoff, they should be their own entity, kind of like an NFL playoff game. Like, those are the teams that went into it, yet we're watching crap. Well, oh, okay, now the big games are on. Like, there's, there's enough time in the day for these TV execs and whatever, if it's made for TV, to figure it out. It's not that difficult. I've never seen yeah. well, we your the- earlier point. It's crazy. Like, the planning's been weird. Yeah, I know. It's just, it, it is, it's hard to grasp. It's, there's no, like, there's no, like, Whoa. crescendo. It doesn't build up to anything. It's just sort of yes. all over the place. And like you said, so you got the Saturday playoffs, and then, boom, they're back at it on Monday. Michigan State, Oregon, the AutoZone, Liberty Bowl, Missouri, Colorado State. Uh, yeah, we got the January 1st games. Just a few ones. Like, to be honest, like, the playoff games will be cool. Um, Washington, Ohio State, the Rose Bowl is pretty good. Like, that, that'll be a pretty good game. And that's an interesting one, Cam, because everyone's just jumping on Ohio State, Urban Meyer's last game. It's up to six and a half right now. Do you think Not Washington me. can hang with them? Yeah, I do. I've already bet Washington at seven. I'm going to buy the half point. I think they can win the game. I'm going to see how the money line moves. And, uh, yeah, I do think Washington hangs. I think Washington in these big games before, the offense wasn't there when they lost a bit against Alabama. Gabe, even though their defense played their asses off that game. Then we had earlier on in the season the opener against Auburn. Same type of thing. They were they were in scoring range, about to score in a big turnover there. I think this is their time. Sorry, Urban Meyer and your swan song. Why you just think it's going to be all Ohio State? I think Washington and people are going to be down on the Pac-10 for being like crap, and they're going to show up and actually get it done. I think they can win outright. I'll take the points. Give me the Huskies. You know what? One of my bigger bets will be like I look at all these bowl games, and you know. I've learned my lesson at least. Like, I'm not ruining anything. Today's like the stupidest thing I did, just jumping on his in-game and stuff. And it was sort of like what I would used to do before as amateur. But one of the games that catch my eye a lot here is uh, Utah Utes, Cam, minus seven. I don't know why. Like, to me, this game should be a pick Like, Utah, I don't see why Utah are seven-point favorites against Northwestern. Unless Northwestern have a ton of injuries I don't know about or something like that. But I'll dig down deeper in this. I just don't understand that one. North, Northwestern never really get respect uh, from the public, but there's no way in hell Utah should be seven-point favorites in that game. If, and if you remember, Northwestern in their bowl games as double-digit dogs actually won a couple of them outright. They're covering machines in the bowl season that I can remember the last four or five times. I'll be on the Wildcats too, bud. All right, so my, the, the pick I'll give here tonight, well, we give a couple of picks. I got Vanderbilt. We talked about it like Vanderbilt minus the four. Uh, NBA basketball, I think Utah will cover the five against the Sixers and all those underdogs we were talking about in hockey. I'm going to jump in on those late-night dogs. Yep, Colorado, Calgary, Rangers, Dallas, Arizona, dog five-pack. Oh! Thanks, Yang. Scout Radio next. Later, buddy.